0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlaineCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blaine, and I certainly do count it a blessing and an honor to be here with you on this, the 43rd episode of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are back in the book of Nehemiah. We're going to finish up chapter three and talk about gated living. Yes, indeed. So please take this time to go ahead, get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blaine encourages You is coming to you with the remainder of the gates from Nehemiah chapter three. That's what's coming up next. BCU family, so we are back with our study in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 3. I trust that you all have enjoyed the study so far and it's been a blessing to you. It surely has been for me, gotten some really good nuggets out of the Word of God. If you happen to be landing on this podcast for the first time, it's a really good idea if you can to go back and listen from the beginning. So If you happen to be on the BlaineCouragesYou.com site, you can head out to the main menu, check out series and studies, and you should see Nehemiah parts one, two, three, all listed there for your listening empowerment. If you happen to be listening on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes, same deal, really. What you want to do is just head back out to the main menu and look for the previous chapters of Nehemiah that we've already covered. Listen in and then you can catch up on this podcast. All right. So in a recent podcast, we talked through five of the 10 gates in Nehemiah chapter three. And we looked at how they apply to us today. So I won't go into all of the gate meanings at this particular moment. The first five, I'll just list them for you here now. So the first thing we talked about was the sheep gate, then the fish gate, the old gate, the valley gate, and then the dung gate. So those are the first five. So as we take a look at the remainder of the gates, You'll want to have your Bible handy because we're going to skip through the chapter noting the importance of the gates that were rebuilt. Let's get started. All right, BCU family. So we are in Nehemiah chapter 3. You already know that. And we're down to now verse number 15. And gate number 6 is the gate of the fountain. Now the gate of the fountain was near a pool where you cleaned up after burning rubbish. And if you listen to the previous podcast on this, uh, the dung gate is where all the trash was taken out to be burned. And we talked about how that related to us because once we go through the valley, gate number four, you know, we're purged of a lot of the things of this world and things that God doesn't want us to hold on to. So that took us to gate number five, the dung gate, where that the trash, the remnants of the world, the things that are not like Christ are burned off of us or taken out of us, if you will, figuratively. And once that's done, now we go to the gate of the fountain to clean up. And I sort of liken the gate um, of the fountain to um, taking out my own garbage at my house. I'm not a real fan of that. You know, I don't know anybody that really likes garbage. Um, Don't like to take it out. Does have to be done, obviously. I, I do like, I do like the sense of accomplishment and that freshness once the trash does go out of the house. Immediately when I come back in, I wash my hands and, of course, try to keep things nice and tidy. So in our lives, once we've been purged and we clean ourselves off, we do that with God's help, with his word, and we live without reproach. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. And that's found in Psalm 24, verses 3 And for all right so once we have gone through the gate of the fountain verse 26 talks about the water gate so fountains and water they go together BCU family so this particular gate the water gate was near a spring and it represents the Word of God and how it's reflected in our lives We continue to wash ourselves in the word to stay clean, right? Psalm 119 and 9 ask this question. How do we cleanse our way? By taking heed to thy word. James also reminds us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Otherwise, we deceive our own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. He beholds himself and then goes on his own way and forgets what manner of man he was. And that's in James chapter 1 verses 22 through 24. All right, so now this takes us to our next gate, everybody. And this is the horse gate. And that's found in Nehemiah chapter 3, verse 28. So the horse gate. So this is an important gate. All of them are important, mind you. This one really stood out to me because of the fact this is where the horses were kept in case of war. This is where the horses were kept and those horses were ready. How this applies to us is is that we wore daily, so we have to be and to stay ready. The book of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, it tells us all about the armor because we are in a war and we've got to have our war clothes on. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because we don't wrestle, BCU family, against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we've got to take unto us the entire the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. So we need our girdle of truth, our breastplate of righteousness, our shoes of the gospel of peace, our shield of faith so we can quench all the fiery darts of the wicked along with the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of god and we also have to remember with all that armor that we want to pray always with prayer and supplication in the spirit watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints and again that was ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 18 so this takes us to our next gate The East Gate, and again, we're in Nehemiah chapter 3, and we're now down to verse number 29. So the East Gate was referenced actually in Zechariah 14 and 4. It looks toward the Mount of Olives and speaks of the return of Jesus Christ. This is another reminder to stay rapture ready. All right, so this brings us, everybody, BCU family, to our next gate, our next gate. And it is in verse 31 of Nehemiah chapter 3, and it is the gate Mikpod. All right, so the word Mipkad, and let me spell that for you, M is in Mary, I-P-H-K-A-D. In Hebrew, it has a military connection, and according to tradition, it was at this gate that David would meet his troops to inspect them. God will inspect and reward us properly. And behold, I come quickly, and my rewards with me to give every man according to his work shall be. Revelations 22 and 12. And then if we go to verse number 32 in Nehemiah chapter three, it reads as follows. And between the going up of the corner unto the sheep gate, repaired the goldsmiths and the merchants. So what happened was, is that we started with the sheep gate and we ended with the sheep gate. This rounds everything out. And notice, you know, what I love about this is, is that because we started and ended with the sheep gate, just like in our lives, things start and end with Christ. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That's Revelation chapter 22, verse 13. BCU family, is our God not amazing? See how he spoke to our hearts using something as simple as a gate, okay? As a tool? Isn't that awesome? And what is even more awesome in my mind is that the book of Nehemiah, this chapter was written thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago and how this information applies to us today in 2016. And and God just knows how to break things down okay to break them down so that we can understand his word that we can apply his word that we can do things differently in our day-to-day lives with his grace as we strive for perfection in him amen 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 so this is going to conclude our study for nehemiah chapter 3 Don't you worry. Chapter four is being worked on, everybody. So you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I just want to take a few moments to thank you all so much for stopping by. We know that you have choices when it comes to listening for encouragement. And you stop by here and we appreciate you for doing that. And if this podcast was a blessing to you, please let us know. Send us a comment wherever you're listening and share this with someone. You never know how the Lord may use you to encourage someone else. Also, if you haven't already done so, please like Blaine Encourages You on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher Radio and on iTunes. You've already done that, you say? Well, thank you so kindly. I appreciate you for that. Then tell someone you love. And you know what? Tell an enemy to. I'm trusting that after they listen to the podcast with prayer and God's help, they're going to become your friend. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until we're together again, may God bless and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and stay on the wall.